0: Hi, everyone. It's Wanda, your host for Salty Coffee podcast. How are you? I'm going to wait a few seconds to see who pops in. Because this is going to start at 3. But you know. So let me just give you a summary. I'm the host of uh, Salty Coffee podcast. I started this podcast, the idea of it, I started it a year ago. And I just launched it in March. So the objective of my podcast is to empower women specifically and for women to empower others and inspire others so that they um, motivate themselves to go ahead and do um, achieve their goals. You know, I work for Columbia University for 30 years. And I noticed that a lot of people are playing catch up for retirement. They don't have resources. They are not aware of resources of where to go for help, where to go for free courses. So I think this podcast is going to be helpful for a lot of people, especially today, so that um, we motivate each other. And we are, for so long, Women of color have been very, um, they have been denied many things, many um, higher leadership roles. So why not just do it ourselves? So um, I do still work full time at Columbia. I've been there for 30 years. I also do this podcast, which I started in March. I also... um, an independent beauty consultant for Mary Kay, which I still have a sale, and I'm also certified at OSHA, which is the occupational self uh, safety and health. Um, I've done. I'm certified for the thirty years. Uh, I'm sorry, the thirty hours <laughs> of general construction, and I'm a notary. So if you need anything notarized, a piece of paper or anything to make it legal. I'm here to do that, too. And guess what? My podcast, I do not charge for you to subscribe. I do not charge for you to listen. And I don't charge for you to join for an interview if you want to show your product. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Liz. Thank you for showing up. And today, um, I am going to introduce to you Stephanie Suedo Perkins, who happens to be a family member of mine. And I met through social media and she's her father is my cousin. So isn't that amazing how you have family and you don't know um, where your family is from or (laughs) how does that happen? But Stephanie is amazing. I spoke to her. She has a hair care line that I started using not too long ago. So I'm going to introduce to you to Stephanie now. Hey, Stephanie. how are you i'm good so stephanie i just introduced everyone briefly about how you and i met um through social media uh she is yes the daughter of one of my cousin um someone is asking if you know kenneth perkins so stephanie (laughs) is from georgia
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know probably my husband if he's from atlanta But other than
0: that, I don't know. Okay. So Mm -hmm. Perkins is her her husband, her her, uh, significant other. And that's Liz asking. So um, Stephanie, so people already know how you and I met through social media, which is amazing because, you know, even though the Internet has its negatives, it has a lot of positives as well. And although Facebook is kind of, you know, antiquated right now um because a lot of people are moving forward to TikTok or they're moving forward to instagram or they're <laughs> focused on instagram you and i met through facebook so yeah. isn't that isn't that awesome so yeah. let let people know exactly where you're from where were you born how long have you um and and just give us a, a little like summary of who you are you the person
1: Okay, well, I was born in Tampa uh, in the 80s, so I'm an 80s baby, Um, raised in Brooklyn, and then moved back to Florida, raised there for my high school years. Um, Then after that, kind of moved around a lot until I settled down here in Atlanta, Um, just kind of experienced a lot of things throughout the years before I actually, you know, met my husband, had kids and everything else, worked so many different fields you know industry for jobs and everything else um the i would say like i've always had a, like a passion for hair especially when i was younger um i used to play with my barbie dolls i would act like they're at the salon getting their perm done and everything else but as i got older um i kind of like kind of drifted off from that field and just basically had to do whatever you know to survive basically so i think it was back in maybe three years ago i went ahead i said okay so i know the foundation i know like how to do hair um i had the skills and everything else but i wanted to actually learn learn how to do it the the background of it like the science part like everything so i went to school I actually got certified as a master cosmetologist here in Atlanta, Georgia. And then from then, I worked on, you know, in salons. I had my own salon for a little bit. Um, Worked on movie sets, did hair on movie sets. And then now I'm here, you know, making my own hair products from basically the knowledge (laughs) that I learned while I was in school. And that's it. And I actually have two kids. I got two kids. And I also have to, my 2 stepsons, who are my kids as well, Um, they're older though, so, yeah, so it's just me, my husband, and my two kids here, just doing what we
0: have to do. So you say you were born in Tampa. Mm -hmm. Give us a little bit about what happened that you went from Tampa to Brooklyn, or was it Brooklyn to, okay. So you went to, you lived in Tampa, and Mm -hmm. at what age did you move to Brooklyn?
1: I'm three. So I basically, (laughs) three years old, so I basically don't remember anything about tampa at all okay. i just i was born there and that's it and then all my other memories and from my childhood you know from brooklyn which is like the bushwick part of brooklyn and then that's where my rest of my family my dad's side which is you know your side as well that's how
0: <laughs> that's where we're all from yeah
1: <laughs> we was just all like raised together and then when i started high school we moved down to the pensacola area in florida and then i when I moved down that way, that's when I t- started to get to know my mother's side because I'm biracial. So like my dad, Dominican, my mother, African-American, so.
0: So when you moved to, at three years old, you went to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned before that your passion was fashion. Yes. Tell us a little bit about why and what what schools you went to in Brooklyn and and give us a little like, like a storyline of what it was for a person who's mixed Dominican with because I'm I'm assuming you spoke Spanish no
1: I only mean, you know what was so funny is I didn't learn Spanish when I was growing up but when I started high school I took three years of Spanish and I was like Spanish Hall of Fame student <laughs> and then like I know it I know how to read it I know how to write but the way I pronounce the words is like horrible so I just like eh, eh.
0: And that's fine that's yeah. fine because even you know spanish-speaking people he once they come here to the united states it becomes something else but it was, yeah <laughs> give us a little bit about the fashion your 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 dream like what what type of fashion were you looking at back then because you're younger than i am so yeah
1: well basically As I guess when I started getting of age to play with toys, my favorite, favorite, favorite toy was Barbie. And at that time, like I was born in 85. So maybe like early 90s, between early 90s and when I got into like sixth grade or whatnot, that's all I played with. Um, that's all I wanted was Barbies, the Fashion Avenue, you know, the Fashion Avenue clothes. They had these little sets and whatnot. And I used to love it every single outfit that they had. So that kind of gave me the idea like, okay, I could draw. So I started sketching and sketching. And as the years went by, my like sketches became like improved. So then I I could really draw. So I just started sketching more designs. You know, it was just every day I had like a book like this thick of different sketches of, you know, fashion stuff. Do you Um, still have them? Do you still have them? I still have some old ones from in high school, but not when I was a little girl. Okay. But I still have some old ones when I was in high school. But, you know, ever since then, I was just drawing and sketching. But the only issue that I had was I didn't know how to sew with a sewing machine. I tried and I couldn't. so I'm like, I want to learn how to do this, like, really bad. So what I used to do was I used to I know how to sew by hand. By hand, yeah. So what I did was I made clothes for Barbie, for all my Barbie. I just took up like old, like fabric from old clothes and I made, you know, some of my little outfits for Barbie. But as yeah. I got older, I just, you know, continued to sketch as I got older whatnot and just, you know, kind of set them aside. Um, back in 2010, I did go to the Art Institute, you know, for fashion retail management, did four years there. So the more of the business professional side. You know, having to do with the fashion, but you know, to this day, I still dabble in it. I draw, I put it aside.
0: So, <laughs> so when you went to from Brooklyn, was it in high school or after high school that you moved to Pensacola? Or um, it was like ninth grade. Okay, I started. Oh, ninth grade.
1: okay, yeah. It was so that was like around 1999. Yeah.
0: And, and what would have what what do you think would have happened if you would have stayed in New York? You know at what. That uh,
1: i think i would never have learned how to do hair like because okay so the part that i moved to in uh florida it's like it's it's small so i was kind of bored and it was like more as a culture shock for me you know like switching from brooklyn all the way to this small little southern town city so and it was like really nothing for young you know the young kids to really do so when i Was in the house. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and try to learn how to braid hair. And my sister was my mannequin every time. (laughs) So I started braiding hair on her. But so I think that's the reason why I started doing hair. But if I would have stayed in New York, my one of my goals was I forgot the name of the high school, but it was in Manhattan. It was a basically a high school just for the fashion industry. I don't know what's the name of the high school, but. That's where I wanted to go. I think if I would have stayed there, I would have went there. Yup. And then it would have been the fashion industry from that point.
0: So then you went to high school. When you finished high school, what, what happened then? How did you end up in Atlanta?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's see. All right. So when I finished high school, um, I didn't actually do the college right then and there, so what I decided to do, I went ahead and went to Job Corps. You ever heard of that? Yeah. I went to Job Mm -hmm. Corps, and because I was already a high school graduate, you know, I didn't have to take, like, the academic classes. I just went straight into my, my trade, which was the business administration, to learn way more about that. So I finished, like, three levels of that. And then I moved to Atlanta the first time because there was another program in the Job Corps uh, program that I was interested in. I did that. Um, once I finished there, I actually got a job with, uh, with TSA for the um, Department of Homeland Security in uh, D.C. So then I moved there, stayed there for like, a <laughs> well over a year. And then I moved back to Atlanta because it was just a little bit, you know, like just Lonely. lonely. Yeah, and a little bit things that I couldn't control up there, you know, so I just went ahead and decided to go ahead and move back because I knew just, you know, like my aunt was staying down here and everything else. And I said, you know, I'm just going to get back on my feet. I moved back down when 2006 got on my feet. And then 2007, that's when I met my husband.
0: Mr. Perkins. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so for those that don't know what job court is, can you give us like a a little like summary of what that is? Because Uh, mm -hmm. they removed like the way we had it in New York, it was Mm -hmm. a trading courses in high school. So we had auto mechanics, we had mainstream, we had sewing, but I think job court was something different, right?
1: Yeah. So job court is is a government uh, funding program. It's for, I think, uh kids it was not really all kids it's like from ages 16 to 25 so basically you can either have your high school diploma or you you know don't have it but they accept you know either or so you basically go there you either just work on a trade they have like so many different types of trades you either work on a trade and get that um particular uh diploma for that or or if you need your GED high school diploma, they help you with that as well while you're working on a trade. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they kind of assist you throughout the whole program. Once you're done, they actually give you like a stipend for you to go ahead and try to get on your feet. They give you like clothing allowance, okay. which is not a lot, but it does help. But then after that, they do have like career placement programs to help you, you know, uh, get a job in the trade that you chose. So it's a good program. I mean, if if you're stuck like either yeah yeah if you're stuck like with school like trying to finish and getting your diploma job corps might be the best option for you or even if you're you know having an issue with going to college and you already have your high school diploma you can still go there
0: that's awesome so when you moved to atlanta right you didn't immediately meet your husband no what did you do in atlanta that made you who you are today? Like, what what happened? Like, and why Atlanta? What was in Atlanta that you were able to It's a funny story why I chose Atlanta. I just thought
1: it was all the stars lining up for me because it was like, when I was in high school, I visited Atlanta. I guess we, I was in this little program, right? And we went to the Six Flags up there. And I'm like, ooh, you know, I liked Atlanta so much. I like the way it looked because I guess I was so used to how New York with the, you know, big buildings and city compared to where I was in Florida. I said, ooh, I'm going to move there. Then I realized that CNN <laughs> was there. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to work at CNN. So that was on my mind for four, basically like four or three years. So I'm like, when I was in a job for a program and they offered me to go to Atlanta to continue with that program, I'm like, yes, I'll go. Because that's where I, I wanted to be. To. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to get a job at CNN. So once I finished with everything, and I'm um, when I moved back from D.C. to Atlanta, I tried so many times (laughs) to get a job at CNN. I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. It's hard to get into CNN. Like, I guess it's just so many, so many like You know, so much competition. You know, here in Atlanta for any industry really. So it was kind of hard. So from that point, I was like, well, I gotta survive i'm old. you know i'm old i was like 20 2021 when i moved back i said i gotta get a job i gotta find a place i gotta do that so i just took first come first serve which was retail so i am like okay i'm just gonna work retail and work retail and i think by 2007 in july i was at my friend house that's how i met my husband and then we've just been going from there <laughs>
0: 2021 and you think i mean I I know 20 and 21 year olds that don't have anything together. They don't even know where they're sleeping at tonight. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh my hard. daughter.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know hard age because you know it's it's really hard because you just want to be young and what's that word called ratchet and just do whatever, but then you know you have priorities. You have re- you know responsibilities. You got to you know get up and go do something. You have to. Other than that, if you don't do that then I there's nowhere
0: else to go but down if you don't do that. I think that's in the suero jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then you got married, and what happened then? Like you got married, you did a little bit of retail. So you you made. From, this was two thousand six seven. You said. Okay,
1: so two thousand seven, I met my husband, but we didn't get married until two thousand fifteen. So we were together for a while so um but 2007 uh that's when i was just doing all the different retails working you know um, i did a thrift store which i hated so much every single day it was only six dollars an hour and i had to just like okay i gotta pay the bills you know because i was living on my own at the time because me and my husband was just like just dating he lived somewhere else i live where i live you know so i like i gotta get the bills gotta pay this with six dollars an hour i had to find a second job Now i went to a second job and i worked two jobs you know like it was it was crazy
0: yeah oh i know Mm -hmm. um the good thing about atlanta i guess is a little different than new york because um when you live in new york everything is expensive here clothes you know rent mortgage Mm -hmm. um but were there did you find it that Atlanta didn't provide like resources like you have found in other places. Resources as in like um, either going back to school. Because 2007 and 2008, we had a big financial crisis where a lot of people just closed down shop. (laughs) I don't know if you remember this. And that's probably why a lot of people were having difficulties finding like livable wages jobs. Um, but did, did was there any podcast, radio station, TV show that would help your community where you were living at in Atlanta at that time that will say, hey, you know, similar to the job court type of thing. Like, did you reach out back to the job court to say, hey, look, I'm in the situation. I'm in Atlanta. I want to um, do an internship at CNN. Was that available for you guys or no? Um,
1: n- No. <laughs>
0: it wasn't. Yeah.
1: You know, it really wasn't. Like the podcast, you know, and every, you know, like the stuff that we have now, like the technology and the ways of communication wasn't really back then, 2007, really. Like, you know, so
0: it was just That's kind amazing. of,
1: yeah, it was kind of hard and to get like, you know, like information on how to better yourself. You had to basically... Get out there. Figure it out. Figure out. Network the old-fashioned way. You know, like and somebody knows try somebody. To sell your, yeah, you got to sell yourself to that person. So you know, like for example, when I went got my second job, which is at Children's Place. Um, it's a little clothing store for kids in the mall. I mean, I started off it like as a regular associate, and then I guess you know, just like being punctual, doing what I need to do. I kind of like climbed up. You know it's management i mean it was hard it wasn't the dream job but you just gotta you know stay focused i mean there's really there wasn't really a lot of assistance like what you were saying job for job i don't think i think what when it came to the job corps, they help you out until you find a job and i already did that
0: you know and i had ready
1: for that and then by that time I didn't really want to go back into the system, you know, back into the job pool. I said, "I'm just gonna. I have so much experience. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like bound to find something that's gonna work for me." So,
0: so just so you know, this is why I started this podcast because in 2008, two years after 2008, um, during that administration, political administration, um, they created so in every state we have a commerce a business commerce they now call it the small business development center so this is why i started this podcast because you know it's not like assistance or anything like that what what it is is to help each community know how to build their own community right Uh so give us a a little scenario of okay so now you did all of this you struggled you noticed you struggled did you actually end up getting married because you were or you just finally said okay mr perkins what's happening here (laughs) we've been dating for seven years
1: (laughs) so basically i mean i got married because i wanted to get you know get married not because i was struggling and then during that time when we were dating he got you know we moved in together we had a family we was you know connected so whatever my struggles were it was his and vice versa so during that time when um when he proposed which was 2014 i believe was 2013 yeah so we was like kind of In a place where we can go ahead and just say, yeah, we can go ahead and get married, set a date, things like that. So, yeah, I want to say, I, you know, I got married because of the fact that, okay, this is, he's going to be my backbone. You know, I don't want to struggle anymore. Um, Got married because of the fact that, you know, you know, the love that we have for each other and the support that we have, the kids, everything, just a a bond. And
0: and how how does that work? Because. Your mom is African-American, right? Uh-huh. And she met a Dominican. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't
1: you know what? I don't know. All I remember, my mother actually went to Job Corps as well, but I think she oh. went to one in Seattle, I believe. Um, And I guess she got a job somewhere in Tampa, and I don't know how they met, but they <laughs> met. And that was okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, And, and I have never met your father, which is weird and ironic but um i was talking to another sister of ours and i said do you know this uncle cousin of ours but i think it's amazing that you know I, if i saw you in the street or on tv i would have never known if you're la- if you would have erased your last name mm. i would have never known that you and i were cousins like right. literally <laughs> so i think that's important you know for women to maintain their last names and not cut you know
1: and that's because the one and that was sorry to cut you off, but no, you know what? I think that was the main reason. Another reason why I hyphenated my last name. I said I wanna keep my Sware last name. You know, it's not that it's not a lot of us out there with that last name. And then this is how we could recognize, you know, who's family and who's not. So I said that, I'm gonna that's you that's know, true. I'm definitely gonna take your last name. But yeah. I'm
0: until you realize there's like a hundred of us. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I had typed in in Facebook once. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay. The reason why I knew everybody was related is because everybody looked alike. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, friend request, friend request.
0: <laughs> yeah, the eyes. <laughs> the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Never fails. Um, So now you're married and you have two beautiful, are your kids twins? No.
1: Mm-mm. Everybody thinks oh. that um they're two years apart, but the funny thing is is that their birthday is three days apart. Oh yeah oh so, so
0: you you're you're um fertile around the same time. The same <laughs> time. Wow <laughs> that's amazing. and so so tell me a little bit about how you how do you manage and how do you balance wife, mom? work and this beautiful creation that you've made mm-hmm. which is a product that um you make yourself it's organic it's mm-hmm. um natural which i started using a week ago so just so y'all know okay. <laughs> i know we we naturally have strong rooted hair mm-hmm. out of the suero side we all naturally have that strong so and like you said before people would say oh well that's your hair stephanie that's your no like your products Mm -hmm. either it's it's it works and it works to help me sleep at night so i have to say that and the gel i used it and it's actually um sort of like a conditioner too because i left it on overnight and then my hair was so soft when i washed it off but tell us how you started this and why and and how do you balance that how do you balance kids in school not in school mm-hmm. <laughs> husband is doing his business you're his finance administrator mm-hmm. you know go ahead talk <laughs> Well,
1: I think the number one thing is to have patience, which I'm working on personally as a person because my patience sometimes is like this small. But I you know, I have to take it like one day at a time. You know, I already know that where my priorities, you know, stand, which to me, is always gonna be family first. So, you know, I make sure that the kids are doing what they're supposed to, you know, in school, since they're doing the virtual learning, they can't go back to school yet. Um, try to, you know, I try to maintain that, like, I guess it's like seven hours a day, because my daughter, she actually stays in way longer than my son does. So That's when they Friday, I try to make sure they're doing what they're supposed to. Um, Uh, throughout the morning time you know work on you know my husband's business get everything together do what I need to do Um, and then in the meantime most of my bit because I usually have all my oils and stuff made ready and kind of some of them are pre-packaged so most of the time where the the work that I have to do with my business It's more as in social media, posting, you know, like I have to... The marketing
0: part, yeah. Yes,
1: I have to make sure everybody sees it like at least four times a day. Yes, I have to make sure everybody sees it like at least four times a day. I don't care if you like it. I don't care, you know, if you don't like it, I'm getting it out there, you know. You're going to eventually want to, you know, click on it and see what's going on. So, you know, I just try to set... (laughs) I just try to, you know, keep it organized, you know, like kids come 1st got to do what I need to do with my husband. Okay. I need to go ahead and post, you know, something for the business. Tell them about this cell. Tell them about that cell. Um, when I have to do orders and orders out, I usually do it on Tuesdays and Fridays. So I actually go to a post office that's actually 20, not 24 hours, but they open seven days a week to 12 a.m. So therefore, like when my kids are finished out of the school. I can go, you know. So I just try to set, you know, like some type of organization to it all. It's so just, hard,
0: I it. don't know. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. I have five jobs. <laughs> yeah. But but my kids are grown. But um just so you know, um on Facebook you can schedule your posts. I don't know. know yeah. Okay. Schedule, yes. So you can actually put the pictures, schedule them to come up at two o'clock every day. You can schedule them. So okay. you and I could you and I could talk later on. Maybe I yeah. should do a class on that for marketing. Yeah,
1: because because I, I post from three different pages. I post from my business page on uh, Facebook. I post from my. No, I actually do four. my business page on Instagram, my business page on Facebook, my personal on Instagram, personal on Instagram on Facebook and I try to like make sure everything is like in sync with one another so with that what you just told me that would be very helpful yeah
0: yeah it is um so just so you know the podcast I I do the podcast right Mm -hmm. I work nine to five at another job Monday through Friday and I do the Mary Kay stuff and Mm -hmm. I also do you know, but when when I had my girls, I was a single mom, two kids, mm-hmm. and I always worked two jobs. So it's really, you know, um, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But thinking like thinking right now what you just said, think about what you just said and see. And then, you know, you tried and try and try. But here you are. You run your hu- your husband's administrative stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you do his administrative budgeting, work finances. Mm -hmm. You're running a household. You're running a school. (laughs) And and you're still running. And you're making products. And you're selling them. And so this is why, you know, I really want this podcast to get, you know, more involved with, with people like you. Because it's like... At, at some point, you don't need you're not gonna need any help um, because you're doing it yourself, but you're gonna yeah. also learn the skills that are needed to run a business, right? Yeah. You already have all of that. you did the the salon thing, um right. you can still go back. We' just really in bad times right now. but yeah. but thinking about, okay, so I have the cosmetology um certification, maybe I can do a virtual do it yourself. <laughs> You know, do it yourself. Yeah. So, you know, and teaching people how to read and teaching people. So I am so proud of you, young lady, because you you don't meet too many sweaters like you (laughs) Um, often, but you don't meet a lot of women like you. And you are empowered, you know, whether that be from your mom. So who, who, like who motivates you? Who, who inspires you? the most
1: just i mean family you know in general family because i can't you know pinpoint it on one person it comes from different people you know like my mom she never stopped giving up she had to do what she had to do that's where i get that uh my dad my dad stayed positive through any type of situation you know so he's really good you know good with that that's where I got that from uh my kids you know when I see them okay I got to do better for them my husband he's you know like I said he runs his own business he's been doing his stuff for years so you know I'm like okay and he gives me that you know inspiration like don't give up because like funny story is I was about to give up it was only like a month when I started this uh hair product line and I said I'm done I wasn't getting no sales. I'm done. I give up. He said, no, i ain't going to let you give up on this one. He said, because you start stuff and you don't like to finish it. He said, you're going to finish this one. So, you know, he gives me that type of motivation. So, you know, so people that inspire me come from, you know, bits and pieces from everybody.
0: That's awesome because, you know, your kids are going to see that. They're Mm going to see, just like you saw your parents, like they're never going to give up. Your kids are going to see the same thing. My mom never gave up. She was in that. (laughs) She was making her products all night, taking us at 11 o'clock at night to go ship them out. (laughs) So, you know, um, if you find your small development center at your place where you live, I'm going to send you the links. Okay. because what they do, I don't know if you're aware of it aware of that of the place, but what they do is they actually help you with the legal part of it the the branding, how to brand, how yeah. to um market okay and how to get loans to get your salon back, you know because you did that all on your own, yeah. right you did everything on your own. Well, yeah, it-
1: You know, like it was like a team effort because my, like, like I said once again, my husband pushed me. He said, "Stephanie, you got it. You could do it." So you know, he helped me out with you know starting up the salon. Um, You know, it was his friend's actual building where he was the barber, and I had my little space. So yeah, it was you know, it was like I just needed that kick, and you know, he provided that kick.
0: So we're gonna kick your again. Okay. We're, gonna kick, we're gonna kick your buttocks again because when when I didn't hear from you, I'm like, okay, what just happened? Like I was so excited for you and I know I was supposed to send you some magazines, but they were charging me like two thousand dollars <laughs> to the ship shit. magazines. Yeah, because it was they were too heavy. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Um <laughs> It just got chaotic. And I didn't want to tell you the bad news. Like, oh, I can't send you these because it's $2,000 to ship them, right? (laughs) But um, when I didn't see you, I was like, okay, what just happened here? And, of course, things happen in family. You know, you do have children. You know, you Mm -hmm. are a wife. So I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to give her, like, five more weeks. (laughs) But then when when I saw this, I was like, she did it you know yeah. and i saw the i saw the you know how it improved you showed pictures of people with damaged stuff and and the 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 before and after mm-hmm. so um keep up the good work because mm-hmm. you deserve it um atlanta's very <laughs> is a place of business in in yeah. itself so mm-hmm. I could see, you know, that there's a lot of people. But I want you to go to the small development center. It, they don't they're not supposed to charge you for anything. Okay. They're not supposed to um, you know, you just go, you're supposed to meet with an advisor. Um, if the advisor is kind of like, oh, hair products, here we go, like everybody wants to open up their own salon, don't let them discourage you. That's not Definitely. their job. Their job is to give you the resources that you're going to need for loans, that you're going to need to for branding, that you're going to need for the legal part of your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you already have it. So it's about, you know, improving it, right? Yeah. Um, so make sure that you do that. Um, generally, they're like in a community college setting. Some of them, like the local ones. Okay. Um, but I'll send you the links. And I don't want you to ever give up on your fashion dreams. Um, Whip out those designer books that you drew, and I want you to show them off. Start putting Mm. them on TikTok. Because you never know who's watching, and you never know who's looking, and you never know who you're going to meet that's going to say, I like that. I like that sketch, you know? And Mm. you may not know how to sew, But the development center can also say, oh, you do hair and you do sketches. So let's do this, you know, (laughs) open up, you know. So I'm so happy that you came today. Is there anything that you want to tell your family and your friends about you that they don't know? Like, is there something exciting that you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) My life is, I mean, I don't have anything. I think it's more as... My life is basically my family. You know, they you know they know that even though sometimes I don't say it often, you know that you know I love them and everything else. But they know deep down in their <laughs> in their heart and you know, mind, it, that's what's going. You know, I love them. You know, the support from family, friends. You know, my friends in Florida. You know, I have like maybe like three of them that I've been friends with almost twenty years. So I think they know. So I don't have really no. Secrets or anything, they already know how I am. I'm like, sometimes I'm really more as conserved, you know, you know, emotionalist. But that's a pluto. Yeah, <laughs> but they know, <laughs> they know, me, they know my heart.
0: That's awesome. And what would you tell your your specifically your daughter? Like, what would you? Because I know sometimes people think that we treat our sons differently that we don't that are we treat our daughters. But in reality, we somehow do. Right. Yeah. Um, what would you tell your beautiful daughter? You know, like today, like this message, let's say she sees this 30 years later. Yeah. Um, what would you tell your your beautiful daughter? Um.
1: Basically, don't take no for an answer. If it's something that you really want to do, just, you know, do it, you know, I mean, do it the right way. You know, sometimes, you know, that message gets a little tangled up, but, you know, <laughs> do it the right way. If you want to do it, if you think, you know, it's going to better you and it's your dream, go ahead and do it. Don't let nobody tell you no. Um, And don't let nobody, you know, what's another thing? Like take you out of character because that's where where our, you know, demons lie within ourselves. You know, like once you get taken out of, you know, taken out of character, everything else kind of falls. You just got to, you know, always look for the best in people. Know yourself, and you know, don't take no for an answer.
0: So, we spoke about your history. We spoke about your product. Please tell us where to find your products to purchase them. Because I told them, listen, this I use this, and and it works. You know, it works really well.
1: Like I said, I have six different products. I have the gel. I have oil you know for like if you have damaged hair for like you know because of color or you know i wrote
0: lack. it down i wrote oh. it down she has the curly hair oil the gel custard yep. the anti-damage which is what i got yeah um mm-hmm. the hair growth which is definitely something that i oh, don't need yeah. but i would still get it
1: this is that one right here yeah you know what i um, a lot of people get mixed up when they go to the website because when I first made the growth serum, it was kind of more and you know how sometimes men be losing receding hairline. But the thing is, is it works with her ladies too, and ladies basically been buying this. Not one uh man bought this particular product. It's nothing but ladies. So I'm gonna go ahead and change the name on it because it says men's growth serum. But I'm gonna go ahead and just change the name to uh Growth Serum. You know,
0: okay, so everybody could buy it. The hair growth serum, um, and it's also for kids, too. Yeah, you know, some kids have damaged hair. Yeah, I used um, to my
1: and, daughter all the time, and her hair is like her hair is almost
0: down to the you know, I saw that. The, I saw the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> um, dry anti scalp, yep, the dry you know scalp, Mhm. and then you have the product for the beards.
1: Yes, the men, yes, 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 where is it? Uh, right here. Awesome! Yep. It's the there we go. Yep. I like that. So I have the beard oil for the men. I mean, even if they don't want to grow their beard out, sometimes they suffer from you know razor bumps. And the particular oil, one of the oils in there, which is cedar wood, is really good for razor bumps. You know, to kind of get rid of them or you know stop the irritation. So it's a good product. I
0: know. Yep. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are your six essential products, and Stephanie. We're going to post once we're done here. And I publish the the video. I'm going to put in all your information. Thank you so much for saying yes to Salty Coffee. And we will follow up with you um, with many things. Um, I usually send a thank you note with a gift to Mm -hmm. you and your family. Um, I will definitely keep in touch with you. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to make sure that you follow your dreams. Whether it's tomorrow or 10 years from now, divine timing, you know, that's what it's all about. Um, I hope you inspire a lot of people to just do it. I hope you motivate yourself also to not give up and just divine timing. Mm -hmm. All right, honey bunch. (laughs)
1: All right. Also, you guys, for anybody listening, I'm running a Black Friday sale, which actually ends at midnight tonight. So all my products, everything on my website is 50% off. There's no code needed. So just go on there and shop.
0: So the website you.
1: you actually can find, um, if you go to my Facebook page, it's Contemple Expressions LLC on my Facebook. Just hit the shop now button or you can, or the link in the bio on my Instagram, which is uh, expressions with a Z underscore one zero one. So those are the, you know, certain ways you can find it. My website is kind of long, but it is Contemple dash expressions dash LLC dot
0: myshopify.com and I need to change
1: it because that's too much to remember and I'm gonna change it.
0: Express so- hair care. Hmm. Can we change it to Express hair care?
1: That's what I want to do. You know, I gotta buy the domain, which is really inexpensive. So I gotta go ahead and do that. I'm just waiting to run out of my business cards so I can go ahead and make that change.
0: You mean you're not gonna name it Suero? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny all right so i'm gonna also post it on on all of my social media with this video thank you and girl keep up the good work it's a beautiful sunday (laughs) hugs and kisses to everybody all right bye bye so wasn't that great i'm gonna post all the information including everything i'm wearing today this is paparazzi this was made by my sister It's a ribbon to represent salty coffee and represent um, domestic violence. Um, Purple and gold is my favorite colors. And this is why the podcast has those colors. You can see all of my information at www.saltycoffeellc.com. It's on the ticker. Stephanie is awesome. I'm actually using her product. And these are the results from two weeks. I mean, generally, my hair is nice, but um, she used, she says it's ginger in here, but she it smells delicious. And I've been using this to go to sleep. So, and her curly hair gel, I mixed a little bit of this with it um, because it's natural and it doesn't have any fragrance. It's fragrance-free. Um, so, again, thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who stopped by. Um, please, this is going to be on YouTube, Salty Coffee Podcast. is going to be on my Wanda Suero page on Facebook. It's going to be on the Salty Coffee Public um, page. Um, Evelyn, thank you so much for supporting me and stopping by. Liz, thank you for so much for supporting me. Jennifer, thank you for stopping by and leaving a message. Please leave a comment if you would like to purchase Stephanie's item and get a discount. If you're watching this on a replay, um, we can work something else for you to get a, another discount on another day. Um, I know things are rough because everybody's, you know, sell, 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 sell. And a lot of people already purchase a whole bunch of stuff on other um, social medias. But um, I think this is great. So it's a beautiful Sunday. Please get home safe. Make sure you like, make sure you um, heart it, share. Um, and share our our website, because on my website is where I have all the information. I'm still going to have a 35% off on my Mary Kay products. If you are interested, please leave a comment, and I'll see you guys soon. I have an important message. Um, I am going to also interview Carla Suero, which is another cousin of ours, And I'm going to have two special people that I'm going to interview in December. They have not confirmed the date yet, but one of them is a DJ. And um, I can't wait, um, because I have some good information for all of you. I also have another person that I'm interested in interviewing, because I will begin to do building bridges. And the building bridges is that I want Salty Coffee to go global, more global. We are heard in Ecuador um ireland now canada and in the usa so i want to expand that to more places okay so we will be building bridges with other women all over the world i am so thankful again that you all stopped by and i love you Mwah!